1: plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: This is a Lip Media Podcast.
3: We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respect to elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. So, welcome to the
2: uh, After Show. Thanks so much for uh, coughing up your money and tuning in. Yeah. Um, We have a bit to get through in this After Show, so i will get right into it. As we mentioned uh, in the main episode, it is uh, the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Riots, which really is what sparked... I mean, obviously, there was activists working before the Stonewall Riots, but it's really what started um, and got the momentum going on the modern-day LGBTI rights movements around the world. Yeah. Very exciting news is that the city of New York has announced that they will be erecting a statue in Greenwich Village oh. uh, where Stonewall right. Inn is, where the Stonewall Rights happened to honour Marsha uh, P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera to what we would now call trans activists who, who were very instrumental yeah. at that time. The unsung heroes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Maybe a little bit of a recap I guess first. Yeah. Um, for Derek Barry and me. <laughs> yeah. How many people die? How many people die? Just tell me now. <laughs> Obviously the 60s was a time of a lot of social change happening yeah. around the world and huge movements for black rights and mm-hmm. what was at the time called gay rights but we would now probably mm-hmm. call it LGBTI rights yes. and uh, one of the um, epicentres of all these movements was New York City obviously mm-hmm. because of the population mm-hmm. and just sort of the social makeup of the city a lot of people that sort of felt like they were outcasts gravitated mm-hmm. towards cities like New York and, and LA and, and I guess on a small scale here in Australia, Sydney yeah. so yeah, the Stonewall riots happened, it was sort of the culmination of a lot of tension that was happening mm-hmm. amongst the community in New York at the time and there was a lot of bars, although it was illegal to be gay at the time, there was a yeah. lot of bars that the gays would hang out at mm-hmm. or the LGBTI community would hang out at. And the Stonewall was one of the well-known ones that had yep. a good connection with the mafia at the time. Tip they offs- kind of protected them. Hey? Yeah, yeah, so they got tip-offs. From- it was run by the mafia, the Stonewall. Mm-hmm. And they'd get tip-offs from cops when there was going to be a raid. And so they would okay. kick everyone out and everyone would do runners or hide or whatever. This one particular night, there wasn't a tip-off. And that's what started the Stonewall mm-hmm. riot. So it lasted mm-hmm. um, three nights, lots of violence and and. Mm really galvanized the community I guess and then a year later was the first ever New York Pride Parade and and, uh, the first ever Mardi Gras was a show of solidarity which turned into our own riot and protest and arrests and things
4: here so that was 1969 when was Mardi Gras the first one again
2: the first Sydney one was 1978 which of course was supposed to be a peaceful protest Mm -hmm. uh, which the cops raided as we've discussed and and turned into a violent um, situation as well yeah what happened at Stonewall really set off a lot of uh, movements Mm. around the world and we owe a lot to the people that were there and the people that were there were um, the outcasts really. Poor people Yeah, as well. Yeah, a lot, lot of poor people, people a lot of, a people lot of kids of colour, that didn- people of people, like- Lots of people of colour, a lot of kids that have been kicked out of home yeah, or whatever yeah. for, for being gay or lesbian or trans. Now when I before said what we would now call trans, I don't want to take anything away from Marsha P. Johnson no. or Sylvia Rivera. Yeah. The term trans or transsexual wasn't mm-hmm. really yeah. colloquially used yeah. um, at all. Um, in fact, both of these women started a group called the Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries or star, mm-hmm. which honed um, trans youth but, yeah. but, but even then they weren't themselves using the, the term trans so I don't mm-hmm. want to take anything away from the fact that they yeah. were trans so if they were yeah. alive and, and living mm-hmm. today they would most likely identify as trans it's just that that's not
3: a term that was yeah. used at the time I read a thing saying the P in her name was referenced to pay it no mind. Yes, exactly. Oh, really? yeah. Yeah. She would say, just pay it no mind. I'm yeah. Just yeah. a queen. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do think it was a product of that time because there are so many conflicting reports. Yeah. And, and there's a, a need for some definitive history around this event mm. because it's been so instrumental in our mm. rights and our history. But the truth of the matter is, just because of no the mind. time, yeah. Yeah. some things are just going I quite like be...
2: the theory. Yeah, she famously, um, apparently, she was arrested an estimated hundred times. Wow. Um, for sex work, and apparently, one of the times in court, the, the judge asked her what the P stands for, and she said "pay it no mind." Yeah, and oh. uh, he chuckled and, and let her off with like, uh, a lighter really? sentence so good. because That's... he. he Found it quite charming, but I feel like now we're we're very um, quick to sort of separate the different letters yeah. of uh, and sort of claim, yeah. oh, well, this person was one of us. Well, this mm-hmm. person was one of us. That yeah. sort of thing. Segregation. And at the time, it wasn't really that big a thing because people were just genuinely just trying to look out for each other it's, and yeah, fight yeah. together to do what they could do. It, we mm. weren't as segregated. No. And I feel like it's a bit of a shame that now we try and sort of argue who's got it worse or who's yeah. who did what for who and that sort of thing. Yeah.
3: Mm. Well, I think it ties into the class. Discussion we were talking Absolutely. about yeah. previously and in the last bonus episode, actually, mm. I think a lot of these class divides didn't exist back then no. because within the community, yeah, there was no space for it. Mm. Well, no, the, like yeah.
0: everybody was sort of oppressed equally
4: mm. in a sense. Yeah, yeah, they were kind of kind of all just thrown into that one bag of queer freaks, mm. whatever. There was so. no mm. room
3: yeah. for us to divide amongst ranks. Yeah, at that stage, so in some ways, it ties into the last a- mm. after show because the more I think about it, it's like this is kind of an evolution of human social structures Mm, anyway, is that as we gain more space around Mm -hmm. us as a community, unfortunately, a downside of that is that divides... To emerge mm, so guess. many divides I mean
4: even within
3: just the G there's so many mm. genre of gay men yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: like-
2: well, there's a lot of like controversy about who threw the first brick and that sort of thing um, Marsha's own story was that she arrived at 2am after the riots had started mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's generally agreed that the fight itself started from a butch uh, les- self-identifying mm-hmm. butch lesbian drag mm-hmm. king who was at the bar who threw the first punch Marsha did drop bricks from. this is actually fucking amazing climbed mm-hmm. a street lamp and dropped mm-hmm a bag of bricks onto a police oh, oh, car wow. and smash the windscreen of the police Ooh. car which is fucking incredible wow. also done with the gorgeous flowers I would like yeah, yeah. that would be an well amazing thing to like watch like yeah. a bag of bricks yeah. up her yeah. like, yeah. oh, on Jesus. her like amazing person but you can definitely say that she was instrumental in starting the movement that started the Stonewall Riots uh, along with Sylvia Rivera yeah Sylvia had, had marched with the Black Panthers that were instrumental in the Black Rights Movement in the States leading up to the LGBTI rights movement. And as I said, both of them uh, started STAR to help homeless trans youth and were activists in every sense of the word, but also came into that from a, a place of experience mm-hmm. these weren't sort of you know we think now of sort of activists as being sort of the rich people giving a little bit of money yeah. to yeah. poor people whatever these were people it. that lived on the streets that mm-hmm. were sex workers for out of necessity in fact the term used was survival sex so oh, sex for no not necessarily always money and not because it was a choice of becoming yeah. a sex worker it was literally yeah. having to have sex for either somewhere to stay for the night or for enough cash to buy whatever it wasn't Whoa. a choice of becoming a sex worker it was this or nothing like- and faced a lifetime of discrimination not only yeah. because of, of of being non-binary but also because of the colour of her skin mm-hmm. um, and being an outspoken person mm. right up until her death and including her death as well in I think it was 1992 um, was found a couple of days after a pride parade mm-hmm. floating in the Hudson River and was quickly written off by the police as a yeah. suicide and a lot of her close friends were saying well she wasn't suicidal like mm-hmm. yeah she oh definitely oh, yeah. had issues like she had a rough For life sure. and there was definitely um, episodes especially mm-hmm. when presenting physically as a man mm-hmm. without makeup and, and outfits yeah. and whatever would have these sort of very stressful periods mm-hmm. of, of aggravation and stuff but was never suicidal mm-hmm. and it took some time but activists had her case reopened because they said well hang on she, she had a, yeah. a, a lacerations on the back of her head oh, th- th- people saw her being picked on by these like hooligans that were mm-hmm. you know going around bashing people and robbing shit off them mm-hmm. and that sort of thing why are we assuming that this was a suicide. So even then it was just yeah. easy for the police to sort of write it off as a suicide mm-hmm. and forget yeah. about it so I think that this statue to commemorate these two amazing people is you know yeah. fucking amazing oh, also yeah. amazing that the New York Police Department have just apologized um, yeah, for so what yeah, it yeah. to, at the and they didn't um, Barack the Obama
4: name the Stonewall in like a national monument Yeah, it's like yeah. the first gay history national monument um, oh. I, I assume so
2: I'm not sure but um, yeah he, de- he definitely mm-hmm. did, yeah. made it a, a part of the they call it the Monuments and Parks Department mm. I think yeah. it's called in the States but made it a, um, a national monument yeah. yeah because of it's in is it still in a
4: running like inn or is it just yeah. kind of like a monument you can go see now no like, it's still it's still people a place like you can work can go see and stuff. And, yeah people work there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean but I mean like it's it's not just like a museum it's, a it's like a, yeah. Yeah. is it a dream yeah <laughs>
3: Because, correct me if I'm wrong, there is already a statue commemorating the riots, is that correct? But no. it's like a non-specific person. Like oh, it's not I think a- you're right, actually. There might be some-
2: of someone sitting in a mm-hmm. um, park bench or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or it? like okay. solidarity
3: mm-hmm. with police. Like, the thing that's really important to me about them adding this new statue is that they're depicting people of color Yeah, because as far as I remember, there is sort of a monument there or some sort mm. of tribute statue, yeah. but mm. it's of... Some nondescript white people, yeah, basically.
2: Right. Yeah. I do know it's the first permanent statue erected in the world of um, hmm. a transgender person in memory of a real transgender yeah. person. So yeah. yeah, maybe that's what you were thinking of. Yeah, um, yeah. Like we've talked about before, it's really important for us to remember our history. Mm-hmm. And fifty years is not that long a, a period of time. No, it doesn't, doesn't seem very, like that long. You know, there's not a like lot of so people that know happened. the name. Yeah. Sadly, not a lot of people that know these names. You know, they're the like Rosa Parks yeah, of, yeah. of our movement. Absolutely. We really that should be the first names that pop into our mind when we start talking about our rights and that sort of thing. And so if, if in 50 years that people have, have mm. been able to sort of forget yeah, it, imagine. we need to be building statues and we need to be talking about mm. these Absolutely. people because unfortunately our education system is not going to do it. And no. like I've talked about mm. before, our community is one of the few communities in the world. You don't learn your history from your parents. You need to go out and mm. find your history and you need to learn it from your queer elders Research. and mm. talk to people at bars and, mm-hmm. and read their stories. And their test and and sort of I
3: just realised this is probably going to be the first generation of gay parents Well, Well, like the first mainstream generation of gay couples with children
4: that will pass on. It will, but they're not passing on their sexuality or not. Oh, I saw the cutest kids book the other day explaining gay. gay marriage and stuff. It was the sweetest book. I was like, I need to buy this just for like a kid. That yeah. did you finish like it, or are you still <laughs> it? <laughs> I'm still on it like I'm calling it outside the lines <sighs> um, um, but yeah yes. Yeah, sorry yes we will
2: have parents but again it's yeah. not your Filipino you learn your Filipino history from your Filipino parents yeah. because it's passed on generationally yeah, kind of. my parents are gay, <laughs> and even if, <laughs> if my parents were gay I probably wouldn't be gay do you know what I mean it's not yeah, something yeah. that we inherit and we need to go out and, and find this information and because our schools aren't teaching this information we need to have mm-hmm. other ways of teaching it mm-hmm. to the young LGBTI be, like, people so that these it, mistakes don't happen again so that we we don't become complacent, and, and we don't, don't have remember straight pride. <laughs> fucking <laughs> risk their lives, and Absolutely. we see, yeah, yeah, so we pride, don't yeah. Yeah. Fucking straight, yeah. straight pride um, because there were people that genuinely put their lives on the line. Yeah. Um, yeah. who already were not coming from an advantage place. No. Did
3: anyone see the Stonewall movie? No, no. there's a movie. No. I, I it. It. Is that Mill? Yeah. No. No, no. It's milk's, milk's fantastic. Okay. But no, the, I saw milk. A... I didn't I didn't see it because I saw it copped a lot of flack for whitewashing yeah. Whitewashing yeah. yeah. the story. And you know, I don't wanna speak about it at length because mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Mm. But the reports I've heard is we are also getting versions of this story that are diluted yeah. or, or yeah. that's another thing that we need to be mindful of mm-hmm. is that there are real people and the real mm-hmm. events because I know it's very easy to just go out and watch a movie or mm-hmm. like watch something on YouTube, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. For all accounts, that is a story about a white cis gay man, yeah. man yeah. at Stonewall and doesn't fully... Incorporate the culture mm-hmm. or the struggles of others within our community. Countering that, though, Paris is Burning is yeah. a film that does show yes. a not very popular side of gay culture or mm-hmm. something that's not widely mm-hmm. um, discussed or sort of shared amongst mm-hmm. our community, which is, yeah, that very low income, almost poor, mm. black, trans, yeah. and non binary community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think it's a real shame that that film exists yeah. without any of yeah. those elements References, being yeah. a core yeah. part of it.
2: We're talking about conspiracy theories in, <laughs> the, in the main episode tonight and yeah. there mm-hmm. is one around this night that oh. many people believe and I will be honest believed for a long time mm. because it's such a nice story that you oh, want to be okay. true. <laughs> the Judy Garland's yeah. funeral story. I, is what? that what they said
4: on RuPaul and everyone's like, "Wait." What? Yeah, so <laughs> look, a lot of
2: I, a lot of people genuinely believe this and I I heard it when I was 18 and first joined the gay scene yeah. and I yeah. thought it was how it started as well. So Judy Garland's funeral was happening in New York mm-hmm. at the same time okay. and the story goes that um, all of the people from Judy's funeral went to the Stonewall Riots and that's how it started and yeah. even the theory sometimes extends to that's how yeah. the uh, rainbow flag started because they uh, had rainbows yeah. because of somewhere over the rainbow from uh, The Wizard of Oz uh, it's been pointed that out nice that whilst <laughs> yeah. it's a lovely story it's <laughs> a very lovely story yeah it was referenced on Ray Paul's yeah, yeah. Um, it's a very lovely story it's true that Judy's funeral was happening at the same time in New yeah. York but it's been pointed out that that was like on the upper uh, Side. Spoke very, like,
4: factually about it. Yeah. Like, RuPaul, like yeah. this is what happened. No, it, 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 it,
2: it's been pointed out that was happening on the up north side that it was would have been very rich mm-hmm. elite. Yes, there would have been quite a few gay people at Judy's yeah. funeral and perhaps some of them decided to go down to mm-hmm. Stonewall and Greenwich Village yeah. afterwards. And maybe some of them were there, yeah. but by no means would were all the of majority yeah. of Judy Garland's funeral. And when the riot started, the wealthy elites would have been the first mm-hmm. to run because if they That's got caught, they would have <laughs> yeah. had a lot more to lose than these poor yeah. homeless kids that were hanging mm-hmm. out for somewhere warm and safe mm-hmm. to stay but yeah again that's sort of a nice whitewashing story that you can tell to sort of give you a nice little hollywood version <laughs> yeah. of, of yeah. what happened at stonewall yeah yeah,
3: i think we are getting a, to a point where our history is going to get modernized mm. and like sort yeah. of whitewashed and and dumbed down so reminders like this statue for example mm-hmm. uh sort of permanent Fixtures in our culture and our community mm. that, for lack of a better word, cements mm. Marsha P Johnson <laughs> as a person that do exists. They know, do we know where they're going to put it? Did you say? No, they haven't yeah. announced yet. But, but they don't, said they
4: it don't, will be. do artist attached to it yet. I don't no, no. Either. So
2: they've, yeah. commu- they, they've promised the money and they're, they're looking mm-hmm. for the exact location okay. of the yeah. artist that's going to be doing it. But it It'll will be, be really somewhere near yeah. Stonewall Inn. And while we're on the topic, everyone look up the Tasty raids uh, tasty that happened in Melbourne. I think it would be nice to have some sort of, not on the same scale, maybe not or whatever, but something commemorating the, the Tasty Raids mm. that happened in Melbourne because, we, you know, we had a much smaller population at the time and didn't have our version of Mardi Gras or, or mm. Stonewall exactly, but the Tasty Raids was a turning point for our rights. I like history. So, um, yeah, it was, it, and this isn't that long ago, this was in the 90s. It was raided by the police, locked the doors, turned the lights on, queue everyone up, strip search everyone without w- fu- warrants. And when was this Sorry, This was only in the 90s. All right. Which was, were you even, were you alive, Kyle? what 94 yes yeah. 91 yeah. thank 91. you very much so, yeah, yeah so you're even alive. that's how recent this is and people yeah. don't yeah. know about it wow um and then dozens and dozens of people were arrested mm-hmm. for you know possession of small amounts of drugs and whatever they didn't know what to do with the drag queens so they oh. like kept them for hours oh. because they didn't know whether the the male police officers or the female oh. police officers yeah, should yeah. be strip searching them so they made them like locked lock them up in like the drag tr- dressing room or something like that at least they had to consider it um, like, yeah. that they weren't well, just like the reason it was done and the way it was handled was pretty yeah. really disgusting True. but what came out of that is very brave people taking the mm-hmm. Victoria Police to court and yeah. then a full investigation into the entire thing and a f- overhaul and revamp of how the Victoria yeah. Police deals with the LGBTI that's community nice. which eventually led to them marching in pride and that sort of thing you know obviously had some positives that came out of it but we need mm. to remember why and how those positives came and what yeah. people had to go through for us to get what we have now huh. well that's it for our after show thanks yeah. so much for listening thank you so, thank so much, you so much. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, we're pa- patrons. Patrons? Patronus.
4: Patronus. Patrons. Patrons. Other lovely right, people so who ass. give us money to <laughs> yeah. listen to extra <laughs> stuff. Well, thanks for doing it, whoever yeah, you guys. are. Um, as we said in the main we episode. You know who you are because we're following you. <laughs> <laughs> as
2: we said in the main episode, we don't have any episodes coming up, main episodes coming up for yes. the next two weeks, but we will still have uh, Patreon episodes. So, Absolutely. Uh, so look forward to that, everyone. Log in and check yeah. them out. I'll
4: check out. Wow. And we might be on some other podcasts. Yes. <laughs> who knows? No. So until
2: then. <laughs> bye. Bye.
1: Well, welcome to
2: our first ever after show Ooh, of The Gays Are yeah, Revolting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for
0: coughing up the money and, uh, <laughs> well,
2: for, for being our, our subs, much I guess.
0: <laughs> for being our subs, I love it. You yeah. know, all the money that you are pledging really does help the show and it helps us sort of progress further down the track. Yeah. Do more live shows. We're so grateful. More live shows, helps us with our transport, yeah. helps us get wine drunk
4: Poor during Kyle the show. Has to go. <laughs> I live on the South Side, people. I know. When I went yeah, to your very house difficult the other day, it was
2: like a four $40 Uber ride I pay the the most to be on the Mm. (laughs) podcast so it does help a lot and also of course the merchandise and stuff that
4: we want to send out yeah. we genuinely thank you thank you you. genuinely appreciate it
3: I can start taking my ADHD medication (laughs)
4: Luke can get back on his meds (laughs) we would really like it if that happened
3: put a (laughs) roof over our heads everybody wins
2: anyway we started sort of talking about this at the end of the last episode but just to sort of recap I want to talk about class in the gay community broader LGBTI community as well But our experiences in the gay community And I want to start Let's just put it out there The Sydney Gays podcast If anyone missed it It is a podcast by um, Jay Fisher and Will Sabin Look, I don't want to... I think they've been torn apart enough on, on yeah. social media. Yeah, for sure. But basically what happened is is they sort of billed it as being a, a podcast for the whole LGBTI community, and the feeling that Twitter seemed to have was that it was a podcast for inner-city mm-hmm. Sydney, mm-hmm. wealthy, muscly... Mm-hmm. White. White.
3: It was a no yeah, bueno. It was
0: a um, no bueno. <laughs> now, <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't, I don't want to pick apart their podcast on the show now, but basically, it did sort of highlight sort of a class difference in got a lot of people talking. It did, yeah, and it was yeah, I mean, look, it was yeah. trending around Twitter. and We were talked That's about it, whether yeah. or not we should talk about it because we don't want to have a go at them, but yeah. it was you know one of the biggest conversations in Absolutely. the in the it was the gay, gay apocalypse, <laughs> the gay <laughs> Australian space. So I think it's worth mentioning. But on a broader spectrum, do you feel that there is still class divides? Yeah. For example, I when we all live in Melbourne, what about Melbourne? Do you see that happening? Definitely, yeah, yeah definitely. definitely.
4: It's a class like, war.
3: Yeah, there is a class war going on every day for. You know, multiple Mm. different parts of our community. And I think one of the things people like about our show and that has seen us get a lot of praise is that we can't escape that classism in a lot of the topics and we're not afraid to address that that comes into play. Mm. You know, we talked about the differences between the Letters in our alphabet, the yes. L, G's, mm. and the B's and the T's, and mm, there's a class right. divide there's, there. I, I mean,
2: I yeah. think that's the most and, obvious and one is, is the class divide between the different variations of the LGBTI community. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we're so lucky to be. I mean, there is privilege that comes with being yeah. male. Absolutely. Um, yes, it might be hard being a gay male, but then the struggles that a, a young trans mm. person is going through is statistically yeah. a, a lot worse than a gay male person. Mm. Definitely yeah.
3: have to. We live in a country where we're told almost constantly by not mm. only the media but the general consensus that no these issues don't exist in our society because we are the land of the plenty and and I appreciate the opportunities afforded to me mm-hmm. living Absolutely. here in australia i love Absolutely. it but it it's so hard sometimes to reconcile the message mm-hmm. that you get on a daily basis mm-hmm. from yep. the australian public at large to how you feel inside being a double minority mm-hmm. or for some people a triple minority yep. where you go this shit literally exists mm. yeah you just can't it's it. my everyday life okay, one, yeah. But, yeah and i think these gay apocalypses that keep happening Mm. things like the poof doof drama and the sydney gays podcast unfortunately Mm. whenever they come up you go ah suddenly this thing that i feel on a daily Mm. basis Mm. is on a macro level and everybody's seeing it Mm -hmm. and it highlights that it exists on a day-to-day basis but just not in these huge bursts Mm. and when they do it's very apparent mm. to yeah. everyone but there are these quieter class wars every day yeah. that happen every day and it day. even I mean when you yeah. if
2: we're talking about the, uh, Melbourne as an example mm. just the north side south side thing <laughs> is very much absolutely. a class <laughs> right <here>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but it's true there, there is very much a, are you a south side that's one yeah. of the yeah. first questions mm-hmm. uh, when someone's moving to Melbourne their north yeah. side friends will be trying to be like oh don't move south don't side move yeah. Yeah. the south side queens will be saying oh well, don't move north side you know, oh. they, they're awkward, <laughs> you know. Yeah. absolutely I think it's something that happens yeah. every single and day
0: that's definitely something that I've experienced because I've lived south and north. Mm. And when I live south, they were just like, Oh, you're very north side. And yeah. it's like, what? Like, oh. what are you even talking about? And then yeah, I moved yeah. to the north and I was like, Here are my people. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get it now. They were but, right though. Yeah, <laughs> they
4: were right. Like, they but maybe what we need to
2: be trying to do then is not sort of think of ourselves as better for being part of a different group. Yeah. Yes, yeah. there is a huge difference. Except there the is a noticeable yeah. Difference, yeah. difference between yeah. gay people in yeah. Fitzroy and the, the gay I people I live that live in South Africa. And that is fine. But maybe I like living in the South, but here I am. Yeah, and that difference might be the venues we have, they are very different different venues the, yeah. style, the the fashion styles yeah. the fashion mm-hmm. the choices the type of people you surround yourself with the kind of drag shows that you yes. have it's oh, a very yeah, noticeable absolutely. the kind of restaurants that we have on the two oh, different absolutely. sides it's, it's a very noticeable difference of what is popular on the north side what is mm-hmm, popular yeah. on the south side of Melbourne for those people that have no idea what we're talking about there is a river that runs through Melbourne and you're from one or the other side yeah. of it's it, like Game basically. of Thrones it's oh. like <laughs> War, yeah. War of the Kingdom basically yeah like, and I just can't wait to see Kyle flying through on that drag and like, just going down Smith Street and Fitzroy. (laughs) See you 86, see you circuit, see you appeal. Stopping in by wet on Wellington. But yeah, maybe that's what we need to do is to sort of stop thinking I'm better than them because I'm part of this one. And just sort of going, yeah, this is my thing, but that's
4: their thing. Living on the South Side, I've noticed a lot of rich gay kids. Mm -hmm. I grew up not coming from like exceptional wealth Mm. or anything. And I have definitely noticed more so in Melbourne, like coming from Brisbane, I didn't really know anyone like that Mm -hmm. but there's a definite group of people in melbourne and they come from all these like really posh families yeah i I can't help but get bitter about it sometimes like Mm -hmm. they just had everything kind of handed to them they've got like all the uni educations they haven't really had to work at all i had to work all throughout my uni yeah they claim that it's all their own work yeah oh i worked for this Mm mercedes-benz that i just bought like after i've turned Mm -hmm. 22 like did you like (laughs) 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 yeah yeah (laughs) but um it is frustrating at times and i do notice that they are quite clicky not all of them for sure but i, I do see a lot of people and they kind of just stick with their own kind mm-hmm. absolutely and mm-hmm. to try and break into a group like that if i mean if that's even what you'd want to do but um yeah, yeah it can be it can be difficult to kind of mix it up and merge. yeah part of the problem is i mean not, none of the four of us are, are wealthy <laughs> no.
2: people compared to the people we're talking about yeah. we are lucky yeah. to have mm-hmm. more money than other people but we're not nowhere near that kind of wealth Upland. um one of, the <laughs> <laughs> one of the important things yeah. to remember is though mm. they actually aren't all that bad if you of my no. friends, yeah, no, no, yeah, um, that I have on the, they are. <laughs> I don't no. want to stereotype, yeah. but they are Southside. Yeah, Melbourne Gays are well off, but those people are also in my world. You know, they'll yeah. always make sure that they buy a ticket for yes. a show that I'm putting on. They'll always yeah. make sure that if they're out. Mm-hmm. Uh, with friends that don't have as much mm-hmm. money that we, without being sort of condescending, yeah. they yes. will buy some drinks. Yeah, yeah. If they're putting on a, uh, yeah. one of their little mm. lunch parties, they'll make sure that they're putting on the food and the drinks so and yeah. not yes. expecting people to come up. So there but aren't good people yeah, in, no, that, absolutely. in that section. Yeah. But yeah. I do know that, that uh, it exactly can be what yeah, you're tricky. saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I guess it's sort of the people that won't make friends with people that yeah. don't have money. That You get a
3: certain type. I think there's well, a difference the between having money and then creating a class divide by using your money. Because there are a lot of people that have money Money that you just would never, you'd never never know, yeah. know yeah. that they're financially well off, and I think. The issue that we're having with these gaps mm-hmm. and divides between the different parts mm-hmm. of our community, mm-hmm. and the problematic people mm-hmm. that we're discussing at yeah. the moment, yeah. are the ones where it's immediately apparent how much mm-hmm. money they yeah. have mm-hmm. because they've made you feel some they sort of way yeah. about, yeah. about yes. how much money you have. Yeah.
4: Yes, I, yes.
0: Uh, that was that was something that I felt the very first time that I went to the Emerson, and it's been the only time that I've ever been to the Emerson where I saw oh, you that you were, day. Oh, yeah, yeah. when you yeah. threw up in the bushes. Yeah, <laughs> <I was laughs> in the bushes. Yeah, you really were making an with the elite <laughs> yeah. Southside Queens, <laughs> you are, yeah. throwing like, up in the Hi, bushes. <laughs> how's it going? But no, that was something very apparent when yeah. we walked in the room mm. because Josh and I, like a couple of our good friends, and we're all Northsiders, and like we made a point yeah. to make sure we looked the part because mm. we were just like, we're going to the Emerson. It's mm. for a friend's birthday. Let's make sure that we look incredible, and we fucking did, and mm. it was great. You do you could feel the yeah. divide mm. like the moment yeah. we walked in because they yeah, checked look, us out there's and definitely was like, you do get these yeah. stereotypes
2: there but I just oh, look I feel it's, like I'm standing yeah. up for, just for people I know no. but, <laughs> uh, but the Emerson you know yeah. popular Sunday afternoons mm-hmm. evening absolutely. thing in Melbourne also you know you've got your wonderful like Ollie and Dawn and those yeah, of people yeah, over absolutely. there as well and, yes. and okay I, I don't know what their personal financial situation is no. but they're very good people and they hang yeah. out at that venue yeah. too of and course. us just putting up that instant wall of well that's where rich kids go Yeah, it doesn't do any good to sort of segregate us further. And that does bring us back a little bit to the Sydney gays podcast yeah, mm-hmm. Again, yeah. I don't want to tear into them. That first episode, let's be honest, it was shit. We all talked about yeah. it. Maybe if it had been billed as here is a podcast yeah. for yeah. the people that they are, then that would be good. Yeah. We have made no pretense on our podcast yeah. to, to mm-hmm. try and talk on behalf of other people mm-hmm. in the community. Yeah. We are for gay men. We're doing a show for gay people. Very yeah. careful to I just think it's it, like it, don't try and speak on other people's behalf. No. And I think the problem was that they built it as speaking on behalf yeah. of the whole LGBTI mm-hmm. community and, and definitely didn't. Yes, it wasn't a good podcast yeah. and it got a huge backlash but then i saw this other sort of yeah. class divide of perhaps the intellectuals or the, or yeah. what we in melbourne would mm-hmm. call the northside queens yeah, yeah. going for them on twitter to the <laughs> point where they were trending yeah. on twitter yeah. and that was almost a class thing as well of being like mm. oh it's almost like a woke class yeah Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And and I don't think that that helps in any way. Yeah, okay. They deserve to be sort of told that that first episode was shit. Side note, I'm very (laughs) impressed that after the response, because they had Mm -hmm. pre recorded several episodes, they've thrown them in the bin and they went back and re recorded and took advice from people. I think that's a really, really impressive thing. But yeah, the backlash to it also felt classy as well. And Mm -hmm. and, and it sort of felt like we were making that divide even bigger. I don't know. Yeah,
3: not to argue, but I'm never. If we're talking about not talking on behalf of other people, I, I know a lot of the backlash towards them. Also, they should have just built it as a comedy podcast. <laughs> that would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, was coming from people of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is totally one, fair enough. Yeah, which yeah. is totally fair for them to go to yeah. town. Yeah. On that show, and people from yeah lower socioeconomic backgrounds. Yeah. That- of course, they're it- going to feel ostracized by that podcast. Yeah. 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 When you feel that kind of ostracization on a daily basis and you have no confirmation of it to be able to go, mm-hmm. No, look at this. Mm-hmm. This is it. It's over mm-hmm. here. Yep. They're all sort of communicated to you via microaggressions mm-hmm. or feelings like Mikey at the bar yeah. is like you felt it. It was not a direct it's...
0: thing, but the energy that you feel mm. off of others.
3: Yeah. So I I can relate to when something tangibly is there Mm -hmm. in front of us that we can point at and go, this is a thing that makes Mm. us feel not a part of the community. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And I think that's why we saw that backlash is because, um, people felt that way. They felt like, why do these guys think that they know anything if, like, about- It's like they
3: could finally
4: have their saying, get it out. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. All the stuff- I just they sort of feel like once it was trending on Twitter for yeah. two days,
2: it's- I'm not saying that these people didn't have a right to say the stuff that no. they were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just sort of tweets like, oh, this podcast gave me a bowler." or this yeah. podcast- <laughs> I just saw one that said, this podcast gave me my first ever STD. <laughs>
3: yeah. That's not
2: how- it's- I don't know. It's yeah. not yeah. constructive. It gets to extent, Some of the like- tweets I saw were genuinely people giving yeah, serious, I constructive feedback advice. and I thought that was- Build people up. Right, you know. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: It was very refreshing to see that not everyone was going in and just, like, on the hate train. Yeah. That yeah. some people That's, actually uh, did care. They're like, look, you, you missed the mark. Like, it wasn't good, but where do we go from here? Yeah. This is yeah. how you can fix it. And I think they have taken some of that on board. They've, yeah. Like, yeah. they've released stuff. They've cut out the jingle at the beginning. And they've got a lot of people's attention now. Yeah. Now it's up to them what they do with it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Some people just want to read, too. Yeah. Some people some just want, want to jump on just, a beat. waiting I can't I can't just can't get it. Look, yeah. it. there were several
2: tweets that I drafted that never posted but but it's (laughs) what is it going to help at the end of the day is is it it going to help if if it's just a nasty funny thing that you want to do be the first person to sort of say something funny about it i get that you want to vent maybe just send it in a dm to somebody Mm -hmm. yeah when it (laughs) Um, comes i mean my dms are going off like crazy but
3: (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to the show the sydney podcast i always think if you've got nothing nice to say like don't say don't say anything so Mm -hmm. i have nothing just no, <laughs> comment. No, um, no comment no oh,
2: comment but then sort of look at other styles of class as well and maybe yeah. something that all four of us benefit from in Australia is geographical class I'm sure that Absolutely. there are definitely gay people or, yeah. or just generally mm-hmm. queer people in rural areas that sort of look at us living in, in yeah. Fitzroy and mm-hmm. and oh, Wick yeah. and going oh why can why are they <laughs> whinging about <laughs> I don't live in Elston sorry <laughs> where <do> you live Armadale <laughs> um, <so> whatever whatever <laughs>
0: It's all the like, same. I does like, wait a second. I, I was was like, live in I was like who lives there?
2: <laughs> I, do, I went there like three days you ago. I'm so bad at geography. But there's are probably listening to us having this conversation going, yeah. how pathetic to be yeah. arguing over what side of a river you live on. Yeah. Where I live. Must be nice. I just have to try and get home before it's dark because it's not safe for me to of be out course. at night yeah, or get the course. shit beaten out of me. Absolutely. So there is, we're, we're very privileged also to be geographically mm. located where absolutely. we are in yeah, the definitely. city of Melbourne. Very a lot
4: scarier for us in rural places. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
3: People live in countries where what we do is illegal and they would yeah. die Yeah, for Or even
2: greater it. once we go out of Australia. Yeah. yeah.
3: So for me, when it comes to the class differences and the divides between us is to always reflect inwards mm-hmm. and know where you stand in the world mm-hmm. and in the community in a broader sense. Mm-hmm. Where does your privilege put you yeah. And you have to take into account things that may not appear to be a privilege mm-hmm. to you, like the color of your skin, for yeah. example, because it's just something you were born mm-hmm. with. Yeah. You have to take stock of all of those things, I honestly think, on a daily basis mm-hmm. yeah. and put that in comparison to where you are, to the other members of the community mm-hmm. yeah. close to you and then on a larger scale mm-hmm. because we're a global world now. <laughs> yeah. Twitter and et cetera means we no longer just have to worry about what is happening mm-hmm. next door to us or in our mm-hmm. suburb. We have to worry about what's happening to our community well, on, a, on, yeah. on a global scale Yeah, and then take that knowledge and filter your reactions and, and your actions through it, mm-hmm. I, I feel. And so whenever I'm here recording or whenever I'm engaging in a conversation with someone, I need to take stock of the fact that, yeah, yeah. I get to live in Australia. Mm. I've yeah. had a decent, yeah. somewhat decent education mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, I have a roof over my head. You have good health Health care. support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. health Yeah.
2: I don't want to put any words in your mouth. As, as a mm. white person, it's not my job to decide what's racist and what's not racist. Yeah. So I am very happy to learn that from other people. But I imagine, you sort of touched on race there, must be difficult for people of colour on the gay scene is representation on a mm-hmm. micro level rather than... Just, we, you know, we're know we very aware of the macro level in, in mm-hmm. Hollywood films or television yeah. shows or news presenters or that sort of shit. Yeah. But also, I mean, if I look at a poster for a club promoting a special night, mm-hmm. chances are the muscly guy on that poster is going to be white. Or if yeah. I look at the queens in a yeah. line-up at, at a drag show, whilst we have some amazing queens of colour coming through at the moment, generally speaking, they are going to be white. So mm-hmm. the, the physical scene itself... I imagine for you guys that there's probably that
0: hanging over is that tr- would that yeah, be correct yeah definitely I mean just going into a gay club yeah. like mm-hmm. knowing that what people write on apps is like no fams no fats no gays yeah. no, like or no Asians whatever course, yeah. like walking into a crowd of white and then gay men wondering who yeah, right. out of you all do I have to avoid or yeah. who out of you all am I approaching that yeah. I'm going to get this backlash off of you. Like all publications of any sort of gay event, well, not all, but like majority, it is white men. Mm. Like that's yeah. what you see. Like you don't see biracial people. But in saying that as well, like being a biracial person, you sort of need to check your privilege at The same level, mm. like well, because- I think everybody
2: does, yeah, regardless, yeah. Uh, you, you know. I mean, I mean, yeah, there's the yeah. argument that the trans men have it easier than trans yeah. women, you know. There's, there's everyone needs to be just looking mm. in and saying how can I help out my fellow mm. man, that's you saying. know.
3: We do have an Asian pit crew member on RuPaul's track, Race. That's very exciting. There's the one, <laughs> there's <laughs> one. <laughs> that's the
4: one great so that's been our first after show it's been a heavy yeah. one it. it's been good yeah. good work and thank you so much for pledging to the people who are listening to yeah right
2: as well now. as the after shows we will have other little surprises yeah. Little yeah. Um, over the course of time we'll let you know when they do tell so your yeah. friends and I
3: promise to start taking my medication <laughs> <laughs> oh, next
4: week if you pledge <laughs> do you want Luke to die <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you want me to be less annoying next episode <laughs> <laughs> then pay me six dollars <laughs> thank you thanks guys thanks well, so we'll right. see Bye. Bye.
2: Should I have a different bite for the after? Should, have Should
4: it be like a low, a low like, active, like, boy? boy. <laughs> I'm not participating. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week.